Let me just say, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. As I sat there, are you hearing me okay? I just feel blessed to be a part of this congregation. I really feel like I'm in company, in the company of people who truly love the Lord. I want to thank you, Sister Faith, for leading us in this time of praising our Heavenly Father. Amen? And just listening to your testimonies, I, I know if we, if we had all afternoon, <laughs> we would all be the sharing. And hopefully maybe one day, maybe we just do that. We just come to church. And praise the Lord. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hear from each other. Encourage each other. And just thank the Lord. So thank you so much. Beautiful, beautiful singing and worshiping of our Lord. Let's turn in our scriptures real quick. Second Chronicles. What did I say? Second Chronicles. Chapter 20. And I'm going to begin with verse 1 to 4. Today, I would like for you to focus in this brief moment as we turn to God's word on the theme, the power of prayer and praise. Can I hear you say that? And you know, I know Sister Faith, this is the first time she's hearing that. But as I participate in this session that we had, that's what I experienced. Prayer and what? And praise. So the Bible said in 2 Chronicles verse 20, it happened after this that the people of Moab with the people of Ammon and others with them, beside the Ammonites, came to battle against Jehoshaphat. Then some came and told Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, from Syria, and they are in Azan, Azan Zan Tamar which is and get it and Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to do what and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah so Judah gathered together 
to ask help from the Lord. And from all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. Let's pray. Father, thank you. We need you. We love you. We praise you. We thank you. You are our God. I pray that you would step into this moment as we open your word and that you'll teach us. I give you all that I am. I commit all my faculties over to you to, to, to be used by you for your glory. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will enable us to understand your word. And as we receive it, Father, I pray that you will help us to also act upon it. May we be blessed and edified, but may we also be transformed. Because we ask this in Jesus' name. Let the church of the living God say, Amen. Amen. I like verse 12 to follow up with verse 1 to 4. Verse 12 said, Oh, our God, Will you not judge them? For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us. Nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. Can you feel this story so far? Here, here we have three powerful armies coming against Judah. And Judah feels so helpless, so weak. They're feeling the, 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 the immensity of this attack that's about to come upon them. As I read that, there are times I feel just like them. You know, this Bible tells us that we do war against the world, against the flesh, and against the devil. I mean, there are times I do feel weak and needy like these people. I'm listening to the testimonies today, and I can hear, hear the same thing from the people in this congregation. The truth is, as long as we're in this world before Jesus comes back, we are actually in a warfare. Believe it or not, we are fighting a battle each and every single day. And you know what? We are no match for what we're facing. So many times we fall. So many times we feel so helpless. But Jehoshaphat showed us how we can overcome. Are you with me? And I, we're not going to, I would love to spend so much more time with you on this text. But I'm just going to choose a few things to share. How about that? When you look at the text here, you'll find out that Jehoshaphat decided in his time of trouble to be reminded that the Heavenly Father answers prayer. 
I mean, he could have gone back to his army and said, hey, listen, I know we are small. I know we can't take on three, but let's see what we can do. All right? Let's gather up as many of our armor that we can put together, and let's go fight as much as we can, as best as we can. Jehoshaphat didn't even think about that. I want you to look at what this brother did with what he was faced with. And let us learn that this is the key to overcome when we're faced in trouble. When we're facing trouble and when we're, when we're facing tough times. Many times we want to fight our own battle. The Bible here is saying that battle is not even your battle. That battle belongs to someone else. So just step back and let's see what this brother did. Let's go back to, to the text. The Bible said, the Bible said there in verse 5, then Jehoshaphat stood. Matter of fact, let's go back to 4. So Judah gathered together to ask help from who? Oh, my, my. When you're facing trouble in your life, do you stop to ask for help? from the Lord? Or do you just run trying to think that, hey, listen, I am full of intelligence. I got everything I need. I got the bookwork behind me. I got the money behind me. I have what I need to get through this. And many times we go into those battles, and guess what? This brother said the way he's going to face the challenges that was ahead of him, he was going to seek the Lord. Amen? Amen? He was going to seek the Lord. How did he do that? Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assemble, assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord, God of our what? Fathers. Are you not God in heaven? <laughs> I just love that. He's talking to God, right? And he's, he's trying to say, are you not the heavenly father, the one who created the sun, the one who created the moon, the one who created animals? Are you not the one that created the stars? Can you imagine that? If you can do that, come on now. If you can accomplish that, then this little puny uh, thing that I have with these three armies, you can take care of them. You see what he's doing? He's uplifting God. He said, you are the God in heaven. And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? And in your hands is there what? No power and might. No, not. Is there not power and might so that no one is able to withstand you? No one can match with you. I mean, you are the creator. Everyone else are creatures. Are you following me? I mean, you put, the, you put breath in their lungs. You give, them, you give them the brain cells to think. I mean, you can do anything you, would, you can do. He was putting so much faith and confidence in God this was a good leader. This was one of the best leaders you could find in the Bible. In fact, he was one of those good kings. 
in chapter 19, he created many reforms. And now he gets to chapter 20, and this brother is sold out on God. What about us? I mean, we already have the formula right here in how to deal with problems. If we shy away from it, then guess what? Problems will be ours forever, for as long as we shall live. But here we see, just Jehoshaphat says, anytime we face problems in our lives, go first to who? To God. Why? Because he's able and he's capable to answer our prayers. Do you know God answers prayers? Yes, he does, you know, friends. He does. He heard some of them today. And I can, t uh, should I testify? Well, let me tell you, let me just keep going. Because if I start today, we'll, we'll end up at 4 o'clock today. Do you want to go to 4? Ali is saying, yes, pastor. <laughs> but, you know, the truth is, in my life, I see so many times in which God came to my rescue. So it's a part of me now, when I face problems, I just naturally want to go to him. I have made so many mistakes in my past. And I see why. It's because I thought I was well equipped to deal with my problems. Mm. But the moment I start to learn in this Christian life how to get things done, I can see the amazing hand of God working in my life and working out my problems. Are you with me? And I'm sure you can testify of that as well. God has never failed me one time. Never. I've failed him many times. But I'm thankful for his grace and mercy. Amen? And I keep growing day and day. And God wants all of us to grow. That's a part of salvation. It's not just forgiveness. It's growing and becoming more like him. Hallelujah. Don't forget, this brother knew that God was able he was capable, and he knows how to answer prayers. Not only that, my friends, but he learned something else. Skip down here to verse 17. Are you with me? You will not need to fight in this battle. <laughs> you will not need to fight in this battle. Uh, this, the Lord spoke to a prophet and told the prophet some things to share with the people. And one of the things, what you're about to hear is what the prophet said to them. All right? And the prophet said to them, you will not need to fight in this battle. What do you mean by that? I mean, the three armies are coming against us. You mean we're just going to sit back and not do anything? Oh, they're just going to slaughter us. But let's look at, look at what the prophet says. Position yourselves. Stand still and see the what? Salvation. Salvation of the Lord. Who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem? Do not fear or be what? Dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord is what? So go towards them, but don't fight. Oh. 
You're seeking trouble. You see what I'm saying? Don't fight. Just move in their direction. I would think this brother should tell them to run, right? But he's saying, don't fight them. Move towards them. I mean, sometimes God leads us in some ways we can't understand, but trust him. Just stay with him. People might even ridicule you. What are you doing? You look so foolish. Paul says the foolishness of this world, is of the, uh, sorry, foolishness of the cross, it's power to me. It's powerful. So do not, be a, do not fear, nor be what? Dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord is with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. Then the Levites of the children of Kohathites and of the children of the Kohathites stood up to praise the Lord, God of heaven, God of Israel, with voices loud and what? So they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be what? Believe his prophets, and you shall? And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord. And who should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army and were saying, Praise the Lord and his mercy. What? That was their weapon. Don't go to fight, go and sing. <laughs> I mean, Lord is something else. The Lord said, Don't lift a sword, lift a tune. Can you hear him? I mean, if you were there, Brother Elder, what would you say? Would you say that would work? <laughs> but then, let's finish this up now. Now, when they began to sing to, and to praise, the Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, and they were what? Can you imagine that? So the Lord said, just go towards them, but go with a song in your heart and just sing. I can just see the entire Israel going into battle and they're just, we're marching to Zion. Beautiful, beautiful Zion, right? They're just singing and their voices lifting up to heaven and somehow those voices confused those three enemies they started fighting against each other and eventually killed themselves. Yes. Can you imagine what the song did? Yes. I mean, the, the power of praise, my brother. God answers prayer, but also God uses praise for victory. I mean, you're facing a, a problem in your life right now. Why not just plan to just shout out a praise to the Heavenly Father? 
Why not just sing a song that you like in your moment of depression? Why not just call upon his name and remember how much he has saved you? How much he has forgiven you? How much he has empowered you? How much he has, he has gone to prepare a place for you? I mean, praise the Lord. I mean, this prayer, this prayer was so, this uh, uh, praising was so powerful for the people of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir to utterly kill and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, they helped to destroy one another. And guess what? You think, the, you think the battle is done yet? There's one more thing left. Can you imagine? So they killed them, the enemy killed themselves, right? And the people, the people were standing there. And guess what? Some gold began to glisten in their eyes. All right? And all, all of the wealth of the enemy began to showcase itself before them. And the people, they were all dead. So you know what the Israelites did? Oh, come on. Let's go get some money. And they all went among all those dead people and began to give to the world. They, they actually got wealthy during that battle. All because of prayer. I mean, can you imagine that? The Lord blessed them in so many different ways. I mean, read it. So when Judah came to a place overlooking the, the wilderness, they looked towards the multitude, and there they were. Their dead bodies falling on the what? Earth, and no one escaped. When Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away their spoils, they found among them an abundance of valuables. So they actually got wealthy from all that happened to their enemies. Praise the Lord. I mean, blessings upon blessings, how God used praise to accomplish victory for his people. The next time you're faced with some kind of challenges, plan to spend some time in prayer and fasting because they did fast as well and praise. Maybe it's a sickness. How about being intentional, going to God about that sickness with prayer and fasting and thanking him, knowing that he is the God of heaven and there's no sickness that he can't reverse. Are you with me? Why not plan a time when you know you're going to this amazing God and pray and fast and praise him? You know, I, I'm reminded of another story in the book of Acts. Acts chapter 16. Acts chapter 16. And I'll just take the last part of the story and then we'll be done. Acts chapter 16 is the story of Paul and Silas. You remember those two brothers? Paul and Silas? 
So the story began uh, in verse 16 when it says, Then he came to, make sure I'm in 16 here, 16 verse 16. Now it happened when we went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with a what? A spirit of divination met us who brought her masters much profit for fortune telling. This girl, the Bible said, followed Paul and us and cried out saying, these men are the servants of the Most High God who proclaim to us the way of salvation. And this she did for many days. But Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus to come out of her. And he came out of her that very hour. But when her master, oh my goodness, he's mad, right? I mean, he's been making a lot of money through this lady, right? Through the spirit in this lady. But when Paul and Silas cast out the spirit, that's it for him. So obviously he got mad, correct? And so the Bible said, but when her master saw that their hope of a prophet was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the what? Marketplace to the authorities. And you know, the scripture says they, they, they beat them with rods and they threw them in prison and shackled their feet right there in prison. Can you imagine what the disciples went through? But while they were there in prison, guess what happened? But at midnight, in verse 25, Paul and Silas were what? Praying and singing hymns or praises. Singing hymns to God. Praise, praying and praising. They were inside this prison shackled. And they, I'm sure they were probably bleeding. And they were, they were, looks like no hope for them. But these brothers knew the same thing that King Jehoshaphat and the, the, people, the children of Israel went through. And so they decided to turn now, turn now to prayer. And they started to pray. And they started to sing praises as well. Do you see the combination? There's something about that for us. When we put both of them together, it's amazing. It's amazing what can happen, my people. It's amazing. So they started to sing, right? And the prisoners were listening. <laughs> the prisoners were listening to them. All right? Suddenly, there was a great one. Oh, my, my. You would never think about that. God can. And he sent a great earthquake that day while they were in prison. So that the foundations of the prison were what? Shaken. And immediately all the doors were open and everyone's chains were loose. Whoa. And the keeper of the prison awakened from sleep and seeing the prison doors open, supposing the prisoners had fled drew his sword to kill himself. But what happened? Paul called out with a loud voice saying, do not harm yourself, my brother. 
for we are all here. We ain't gone anywhere. And then he finished by saying, then he called for a light, ran in and fell, fell down, trembling before Paul and Silas. And he brought them out and said, sir, what must I do to be saved? So they said, believe. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be what? You and all your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in the house. And he took, this, and he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes. And immediately he and all his family were what? Were baptized. Immediately they were baptized. Oh my, my. Oh my. Now when he had brought them into his house, he set food before them. And he rejoiced having believed in God with all his household. Prayer and praise. A powerful union. And we have access to these two amazing functions. So that whenever we face any trials in our lives, we know what to do. Amen? You know, I... There's a song, there's a song that, uh, uh, it, it's for children, yeah. it's for children, it's all right, all right, Sister Faye say it's okay, it's for children, right? So, you know, I, 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 I remember, I remember um, spending time with one of my uncles in Boston, uh, I was a teenager, and um, I had a cousin, and a cousin, just a baby. But each time we would drive out to wherever we were going, my uncle would always play these music for, for his son, right? And it's by a, a guy by the name of the Donut Man. The Donut Man. The Donut Man, that's what it says. And he sang a song that's called, It's an Earthquake. It's an Earthquake. And it goes like this. I'm not going to try to sing it. <laughs> I want to read the words for you. But it's an earthquake. The jail is rocking. It's an earthquake. The jail is a-rolling. It's an earthquake. The doors are popping tonight. It says, Paul and Silas were chained in jail the blood was on their back, backs. Their songs and hymns and praises to God sent angels to the attack. Oh! You see, you hear that? And then, of course, it's an earthquake. The jail is a rocking. It's an earthquake. The jail is a rolling. It's an earthquake. The doors are popping tonight. Dear Mr. Jailer, don't kill yourself. We are all still here. The Lord we serve has opened the door because it's he we should fear. It's an earthquake. The jail is what? Rocking. It's an earthquake. The jail is rolling. It's an earthquake. The doors are? And then the last verse says, Paul and Silas said to the man as he knelt and bent his knee, believe in Jesus and you'll be saved, you and all your family. It's an earthquake. The jail is what? Rocking. It's an earthquake. 
The jail is rolling. It's an earthquake. The doors are popping tonight. Somebody might be living with some chains right now. And I don't know what those chains are. I have an idea of what my chains are. Are you with me? But maybe someone today needs an earthquake. Oh my goodness. An earthquake for your relationships. Relationships with your spouse, with your children. Maybe someone here today needs an earthquake. An earthquake for the addiction, the chains of addictions that is binding you. Someone needs to burst those chains today and needs an earthquake. I don't know what it is for you. It could be a sickness. And someone needs an earthquake to come in their experience and help them to make a breakthrough. All I can say to you that Jesus Christ is the one that can send that earthquake. Amen. Do you believe in him, friends? Amen. Do you trust him? Amen. Do you think he can burst those chains? Amen. If you believe that, I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet before him. If you believe that Jesus Christ can burst those chains that you've been suffering with, struggling with, trying to break but no success. Prayer and what? Praise is a solution that, that's right here from the Bible. Praise the Lord. You're standing right now. That means you're professing a belief in King Jesus. And I just want to stand with you to say, I'm praying that the jails will be popping tonight. Right now. Let's bow our heads. Right here, Father, this afternoon, we, your people, have experienced a powerful time of prayer and praise. And it's exactly what we need right now. Because sure enough, there are some challenges, there are some chains that, that's binding us. That's causing so much frustration in our lives. We have tried so many times to be free from them. But Father, nothing has happened. Like Jehoshaphat, we feel helpless at times. Like Jehoshaphat, we we, we, we need help from above. And so in the name of Jesus, 
your people are standing right now on their feet. Declaring that they're seeking the help that comes from the God of heaven. Putting all their weight up, the, up their trust and faith upon him. Upon you, Father in heaven. Listen just for a few seconds to the cries of your people. We're going to spend a, a, just a brief moment sharing again what is on our hearts, where do we need help, and the freedom we desire. And we're coming to you because we know that you're able and you're capable. Listen to your people as we cry out to you, Father. Our Father, you're the God who can move mountains. Father, we know that you're the God that can heal any sickness. Father, we know that you're the God that can bind relationships together. Mend the broken hearts. Father, we know that you are the God, the only one who can free us from this guilt of sin. You can remove it, Father, as we confess it. You are the God who has provided salvation to all and eternity as our hope. So in the name of Jesus, we ask that you not only hear our prayers this afternoon, but that you will answer them. Just like you did. With Jehoshaphat. With Paul and Silas. And we praise you for what you will do, what you have done, and for who you are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.